Talking about random stuff, it feels like you're there with them. Good morning. Wake up with them every morning. I wake up with them. I love it because they can get away with more jokes in the morning than they would later in the day. Begun. It's 6.05, Monday morning, January 22nd, 2024. How was your weekend, Allison? It was fantastic. Good. Glad to hear that. It was cold. I was at Timber Tavern on Saturday after, you know, we wrapped everything up from our Saturday show. I headed up to Glugstadt. Had an amazing time at Timber Tavern. It's such a cool place. But I was out in the parking lot, frozen. Oh. I was so cold this weekend. <laughs> it's crazy. Do anything else? Watch any football? I mean, I did watch some football. It was an interesting weekend, uh, but yeah, nothing nothing exciting. If you would like to join the show, 601-995-1017. At some point, I think I want to have the conversation, what household item do you you use not for its intended purpose? Because as I was driving to Timber Tavern, I noticed somebody doing something with a leaf blower that made me kind of laugh. Okay. They were drying off their car i guess they had just washed their car and they had one of those real nice like commercial grade leaf blowers that goes on your back and they're blowing off their car to i guess dry it because they didn't want their doors to freeze shut because it was so cold but i thought it was hilarious and i never would have thought to use a leaf blower to dry off the car if i spent the kind of money it takes to get one of those fancy leaf blowers i'm going to use it for anything i can <laughs> so i can totally like i every time i wash my car it would do that like give it basically the car wash treatment where it gets the nice little air dry at the end well yeah i would i i had just never seen it before but i felt like now that i have seen it if I owned a leaf blower, I would never not do that. You're 100% yeah. right. It's like way easier than taking a chamois and drying it off. Exactly. You like help prevent the little watermarks or streaks. Yeah. It's just, ooh, there you go. It was uh, it was interesting, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, we're starting the show right now officially. Remember Owl City? Oh, yeah. And the song they did with uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Was that Fireflies? No, Fireflies we don't have in the system for some reason. I was looking for Fireflies. Oh, no. But we didn't have it. But we do have this song. And I thought, like, not a better song for a Monday morning. Put you in a good mood, make you happy. Why not? The Why Not song of the day is on right now. Good morning. It's Adam and Allison. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 6.13. If you're going to communicate with somebody via for work, would you prefer to get that communication via email or text messages? Oh, email. Apparently, Gen Z is over email. In fact, they're saying email is over. They'd rather get a FaceTime call or a text message from a coworker rather than an email. Don't FaceTime me. Don't yeah. FaceTime me. I will say I hate email as well. I'm not judging for that, but it is like a necessary evil in my opinion. Yeah, I think it is the most, it's the best way to have a paper trail. Uh, Millennials have gotten called out for sending long-winded emails. Yeah, I could see that. But I see, I I feel like that's the difference between a text message and an email. If it's got to be long, it's got to be in an email. If it could be a short, like, one-line question, send it in a text, maybe. Well, no, I think I think all emails could be short. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of unnecessary qualifiers that I feel like we as millennials and even older generations put in emails just because we're so used to that, like, 
oh, I want to come across as likable and I don't want to seem too demanding and like all that stuff. Um, so this is from an article of email habits that are annoying and specific to each generation. Mm. And I got stuck on one and it was an annoying email habit is not following up with somebody. If I send you an email and you don't do anything with it, is it on? Is it my job to follow up with you or is it your fault for not doing the thing that I said that you had to do or whatever? Um, I feel like it depends. I get kind of annoyed whenever people always expect a response because I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to respond to every text. I'm not going to respond to every email. I'm going to respond to what I need to respond to. So if it's something that truly like it's not a mass email, it's like, hey, I need this from you then it's on me to respond. But let's say I get caught up with stuff and that person needs whatever they need for me urgently, then I do feel like it's also on them to come to me and say, hey, I need that. I see what you're saying. Or follow up with another email. So like, I, I feel like it's on both people if it's truly something important. But if it's that person that always expects a reply, mm. Mm, I don't like that. I will say the one thing that I don't understand is all these other like offshoots of email. I know sometimes certain people that we work with communicate via Slack, I guess. Yeah. What's the point of that? Like, why do we need to have that? We already have email. Yeah, I don't. Or teams. I, I worked for a, a call center during the pandemic, and we like we were one of the first people, I think, to ever have Slack. Ugh. And uh, it was very bizarre. Like, it was all the different Slack chats, and like it just got super annoying. It felt like what they wanted it to be was because like you could put GIFs in there, and you could put emojis. It was like they were trying to make work seem fun. They're oh. like, doesn't it feel like you're on Facebook? And it's like, no, it feels like <laughs> I'm at a call center answering angry <laughs> customer calls. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Oh, I just looked up at the news. It's going to be 70 on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm excited. I know it's supposed to rain and be kind of crappy, but I'm excited. 70s. Yes. I am a little excited, too, only because I just bought, like, some new clothes, and I only got, like, I think three new sweaters, and the rest I got short sleeves, just because I know, like, it's going to be hot before you know it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, happy National Grandpa Day. Uh, Grandpa Day. I feel bad. I talked to my pap-pap yesterday. Did not know today was National Grandpa Day. Can't call him again? Uh, I might have to. Yeah, and I just be like, hey, to. happy National Grandpa Day. It's also Answer Your Cat's Questions Day. Hmm. Celebrated every single year, January 22nd. You should be answering your cat's questions. What questions do you think your cat has for you? Um, I think question number one on most cats' minds is how can I kill you? <laughs> I don't think that, but I do think that it's like, how do I get away with whatever I want and you just let me, I feel well, like is what cats want. science has proven that your cat wants to kill you. No. It just cannot figure out how to do it without getting killed itself. That's the only thing saving you from a cat attack every single day. <laughs> this is not true. Uh, hot sauce day is today. Do you have a Ooh. favorite kind of hot sauce off the top of your head? Cholula. Cholula is oh, your favorite? Oh, it's my favorite. Not Frank's Red Hot? No. I love Frank's Red Hot. I put no. that bleep on everything. <laughs> I'm. It's mid. Frank's is mid. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, what are you? No I way. love a good Valentina. What? Or you've never had Valentina? Uh-uh. Oh, it's I don't think so, so good. Um, Tapatio is pretty good. I like Tapatio okay. better than uh, Cholula. Oh, whoa. Those are fighting words. But what Frank's, about Crystals? Mm, not above Frank's. Not or above Frank's. Or just classic Tabasco? Uh, to, oh, that's good. 
That is good. It's just it's such a unique flavor. Uh, and finally, it's come in from the cold day. So, <laughs> That's a good idea. Get it. Get out of that weather. If you're out in the cold, you should be coming in right now to celebrate <laughs> the uh, the day. Could you imagine if you had like a construction job and you called your boss and you're like, yeah, look, it's coming from the cold day. Like I'm coming in. I'm, coming I'm, in. <laughs> I'm not working outside today. Coming in. Uh, also today, I want to tell you about another way that TikTok is ruining our lives. Oh, good. Uh, there's a debate on how to pronounce a word that I thought we all knew how to pronounce this word. Now we're confused on it. Oh, no. I'll tell you what the word is and see how you pronounce it next. Hang on. What it is. 629 on Y101, Adam and Allison. So, Allison, the vegetable that's green, and a lot of times parents will tell their kids that it's little mini trees. What is that called? <laughs> Broccoli. Broccoli is how you say it? Yeah. There's a debate, and this started on TikTok because an Australian TikToker was posting about how irritated she was that the Instacart shoppers don't pick out nice broccoli for her. Okay. Except she doesn't pronounce it that way. Today I bought some broccoli and you pay for broccoli per head, not per kilo. And I got this tiny little thing and I usually get a massive big head of broccoli when I buy it myself. So now everybody's questioning whether or not they uh, have been pronouncing broccoli right their entire lives i they're saying in this article i was reading about it that broccoli is closer to the italian pronunciation and i guess broccoli has italian origins now i'm questioning it because how many syllables do you put in that word i feel like it's just two broccoli i i think it's supposed to be three or at least that's what i'm questioning i think it's supposed to be broccoli that's too much yeah right that's way too much uh i don't know I feel like it is, it's a vegetable that's best with smothered in cheese. <laughs> like, that's how broccoli is best. It only deserves two syllables. Okay, there you go. So you have to be able to stand alone. You can't be forced to eat it with ranch dressing or cheese or butter or right. anything like that if you want a third syllable. Yeah. It's got to be like, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's got to be good to earn a three, three syllables. Oh, I do love broccoli. But not on its own. Like, it's got to be dipped in ranch dressing. Yeah. <laughs> or my mom makes this broccoli casserole thing. Um, it's, like, steamed, and then she bakes it with butter and cheese yeah. and Ritz crackers sprinkled on top of it. Oh, it's good. Anytime I've heard any kind of broccoli soup, broccoli casserole, there's always a lot of cheese. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Adam and Allison on Y101. And one. With your love on me. Breaking Benjamin tickets. We've got those for you at 8.30 this morning, right around then. It's Y101, Adam and Allison. So if you went out to a restaurant and you ordered an entree or a sandwich or something, and the server said to you, "Uh, I'm sorry, if you order that, we're going to need you to sign a waiver so you don't sue us if anything goes wrong. Would you still order that or would you adjust your order? No, I wouldn't order at that restaurant. Like as somebody with food allergies, if a restaurant says we're going to need you to sign a waiver i'm out i'm leaving that restaurant and not going back there's a restaurant in canada that's trending today because a woman ordered a burger and she ordered it medium well no medium rare and they made her sign a waiver saying you know you're okay with ordering this undercooked burger 
Oh, wow. Would you still order that burger? Because so here's my thing with like ground beef. If it's good quality ground beef and not like mass produced in a factory somewhere, I think you're good to eat it uh, medium well. I think the FDA says it's got to be cooked to 155 or whatever, but I will still eat a burger medium well if I trust the source of the ground beef. If the restaurant is making me sign a waiver, I'm thinking that maybe they're not sourcing their ground beef from the best of places. Mm, I, I'm torn on this because, again, like if I see even if I didn't order that burger, even though I wouldn't ever order a burger like that at a restaurant, I would still leave if like they I saw somebody else being asked to sign a mm. waiver. But like I don't I also feel like if you're eating at a restaurant, you should know that you're not getting quality food like they're trying to get the most food for the least amount of money so they can charge you a profit and like that's how they do business they're not trying to get i mean there's some exceptions but most restaurants are looking for the cheapest option to feed you interesting well a spokesperson for the hilton that's where this took place at said it's something they do at this specific hotel but it's not standard practice even in the u.s so who knows i always thought restaurants were kind of covered by the little asterisks on the menu that says consuming undercooked meat and yeah. seafood uh could result in bodily injury i thought they were good you know just doing that <laughs> calling it good guess not that's not how it works in canada apparently wow why 101 adam and allison we're going to check in with what matters to the metro in just a moment why 101 who dropped out of the presidential election that information on what matters to the metro just moments away after i read this story though i feel like doordash should change their tipping situation that you can go back and take a tip away from somebody yeah if they do something egregious like this you can absolutely or at least should be able to take their tip away a woman got an order of food delivered and she noticed that as the doordash driver was kind of handing her the bag you know how they put that sticker over the top of a paper bag on a yeah. DoorDash order? Notice it was a little ajar. Something was amiss. Mm. And then looked up at the DoorDasher and noticed he had some chocolate on his face. No. Listen to this interaction. My box of cookies. Why are they open? It's open. The box is open. Why is it open? You was eating it. You got chocolate on your mouth. No. You got chocolate no. right there on your mouth. You was eating my cookies? Yeah. You was eating them. It's open. Open. I'm reporting you to DoorDash. It sounds like there's a bit of a language barrier between the customer and the dasher. So I don't know if that created an issue. I don't know if he misread something on a special instruction that he thought would mean go ahead and eat a cookie for myself. I don't yeah, know what could happen. Like there. part of your tip is the cookies. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it, so, so I imagine she got a full refund for that. But. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I feel like DoorDash has been very stingy with who, like, I've seen multiple stories of, you know, DoorDash customers not getting something or whatever, and DoorDash is pretty stingy on the uh, return. Mm, interesting. What matters to the Metro now? Big announcement, and I was surprised to see this yesterday. The Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has suspended his presidential campaign. He's dropping out of the race. I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises. 
and I will not stop now. After that, he said he was endorsing former President Donald Trump. Locally, the water situation is getting better, but there are still pressure issues. So Jackson Public Schools have released their plan on where students are going to learn today. The press release said that some schools in the district are still experiencing challenges. Due to this, the district has decided to relocate some schools while others are transitioning to virtual learning for today. If you want a list of the full uh, plan and what schools are going where, who's on virtual learning, it's on the Adam and Allison Facebook page. Get there by texting FACE to 601-995-1017. And are we going to be seeing Snoop Dogg on only fans he says no girls she made like 20 million on there right there's like uh only fans want you to come on there and snoop and do you can do about 100 million all you gotta do is pull that thing out i'm like i got a black wife ain't no way in the world she gonna allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no amount of money i mean is that a black white thing I don't think. I think that might be, you know, yeah, just having a committed partner thing. A lot of committed partners aren't going to be crazy about the idea, especially when you already have a successful career. Right. Like, you're already making money. You don't... How much money does Snoop Dogg really need? I mean, $100 million. I have to imagine he's already worth that plus way more, right? right? So I can totally understand everyone in his circle, including his wife, being like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not not happening. (laughs) We'll be right back. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. It's time to stop... 655 Y101, the NFL playoffs, uh, championship games, the conference championship games are set. 49ers going to be hosting the Detroit Lions, and the Bills lost to the Chiefs yesterday. So Aww. it's going to be uh, Chiefs and Ravens. I guess the pit sacrifice didn't work. Pit sacrifice. You don't know about the sacrifice? No, I have not heard about the pit sacrifice. You didn't see? It was like going all over my Instagram of apparently, I guess it was like six games ago, the the Buffalo Bills are building a new stadium. And right now it's just a pit. Mm-hmm. And a fan fell into the pit. They won that game. And every fan then was convinced that a fan had to be sacrificed to the pit. For, and like I, I saw on Instagram that a fan definitely fell in. They were like doing coverage of like like a heavy equipment trying to go in, like a crane or something trying to go in to save the fan who had sacrificed themselves to the pit. I have not seen that. That is news to me. Yeah, they were like winning every game and every all the fans <laughs> were like, somebody has to go to the pit. Buffalo Bills fans are nuts. They are nuts. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, like weird? rituals like that like superstitions that you do before a game I used to there was one season that I was convinced if I watched every quarter but the third quarter I couldn't watch the third quarter of the game that my team would win really yeah like I was convinced like I have to watch one and two not three and then four and then what would you do during the third quarter uh, nothing specific. I just couldn't be watching the game. I couldn't go to any places where the game might be on. Mm. Like it, I couldn't be near the game. I had to be away from the presence of the game. 
Uh, 601-995-1017. If you have any weird superstitions, things you do as like a pregame ritual to help your team win, I don't actually think that it helps. Maybe it's just an excuse for me to eat bad food, but I love to eat foods associated with my team's like city. Like I'm a Steelers fan. A lot of people think of pierogies. We've talked about pierogies before. That's kind of a Pittsburgh, Polish type thing. Uh-huh. Uh, before the Steelers playoff game against the Bills uh, last week, I found myself some frozen pierogies. I fried those up. I ate them. It didn't work. Steelers lost, but the pierogies were delicious. That is kind of a genius idea, though. I like that. It makes me feel like I should be making some Creole food before the Saints play next season. Maybe that'll bring them some good luck that they desperately need. Yeah. This season, uh, for them, all your fault, Allison, yeah. for no Creole food. 601-995-1017. Do you have a weird pregame ritual that you think actually helps your team win? Uh, 601-995-1017 is our phone number. If you have something, if that made you think of anything that you like to do before your favorite team plays, it's Y101. 101, Adam and Allison. Coming up at around 7.30 this morning, we need to announce a contest that we've just put together for Valentine's Day. It's going to be an epic Valentine's Day for you and your boo. Uh, We'll give you the details on that coming up. But before we do that, we got to get into the good vibe story of the day. What you working on? I saw this story about a flight attendant that was from Meridian, and like what she did was absolutely incredible. The good vibe story of the day is two songs away on Y101. Then we get into your good vibes from the weekend, what happened that's making you smile. We want to hear all of that next on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101. Let's get into the good vibe story of the day, trying to spread a little positivity to the rest of the metro. So I saw this story about a woman named Raquel Williamson. She was a flight attendant and a Meridian, Mississippi native. Sadly, she did pass away this past November at the age of 66, but it was part of her wishes that $1.8 million from her estate would be gifted to the Manning Family Fund for a healthier Mississippi. She began donating to the fund back in 2013 after her dad passed away. He was a former district attorney and a longtime judge in Meridian, Mississippi. And her dad also played football at Ole Miss, so he was a huge Archie Manning fan, like idolized Archie Manning. And so that's why she originally chose to start giving to the Manny Manning Family Fund in order to honor her father. And then uh, she just kept continuing to donate, wanted to give a bunch of money whenever she passed. The donor-supported program is a partnership between the Medical Center and the Manning Family Funds, supporting a variety of work at UMMC, including education, research, and health care. That's incredible. Love that story. Yeah, so just thinking about what they're going to be able to do with that $1.8 million is like the possibilities are endless. That's amazing. I love that. Uh, now it's all about your good vibes. Maybe you got into something this weekend. Did anytime you remember that moment, you smile. We want to hear that moment. What happened? 601-995-1017. Call or text us. The Good Vibe Tribe is about to open up. And if you have a story that will make us smile, we want to hear it now. Adam and Allison on Y101. 717 on Y101, Adam and Allison, 601-995-1017. If you've got anything for the Good Vibe Tribe, anything putting you in a good mood, 
remembering doing it this weekend or maybe you're excited for something you have coming up this week and want to let us know just share it with us and then someone who needs a little extra smile to get going this monday morning can have it from your story 601-995-1017 what you got allison i treated myself a little bit this weekend uh i decided whenever i woke up saturday morning like no you know what i don't want coffee I'm going to make myself a chai tea latte, make it all fancy like Starbucks makes it. I did it again Sunday morning because it was so delicious. And I was like, I've earned this. Good for you. (laughs) I had a fantastic time at Timber Tavern on Saturday. It is a really, really cool spot. If you're looking for like a date night spot or family fun, they've got axe throwing lanes. They've got pool tables. They have a bar. And what a fun spot. Thank you so much to Megan, Tracy, and Alan and everybody over at Timber Tavern. You can tell how much work they put in to that place. You can see some of the pictures from Timber Tavern on the Adam and Allison Facebook page. Just text the word FACE, F-A-C-E, to 601-995-1017 and uh, you'll get a link to the Adam and Allison Facebook page and you can check out Timber Tavern. Uh, good vibes. Anything else? Any any other good vibes to share with us? Uh, I think that's all the good vibes for good this Monday. Deal. Good morning. Uh, Another good vibe is that uh, coming up in a second, we are going to announce a really cool contest to give away a little Valentine's Day prize pack. Yeah, like it's like the ultimate date experience for you and your boo this Valentine's Day. Absolutely. We'll get into that next on Y101. Let you know how you can win this. Adam and Allison, Y101. Yeah. Adam and Allison on Y101. I feel like this month is never ending. <laughs> January sucks. I hate January. I'm so ready for February. And that means it's like Valentine's Day season real soon. And we want to do something for uh, a couple. Give them like the ultimate like Valentine's date night experience. It's really going to be incredible with like dinner and Uber and yeah. a fancy bottle of perfume. So we've teamed up with Paul Moke Honda to find Adam and Allison's cutest couple. To enter this contest, all you have to do is go to Y101.com or you can text the word CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. We want you to enter by submitting a picture of you and your significant other and a little bit of a story like your love story, maybe how you met or something special about your relationship. And then we're going to have the entire Metro vote to find Adam and Allison's cutest couple. It's going to be a really good time. Like, we're going to get to find out things about couples in the Metro. And, of course, you know, you'll be able to get all your friends involved to help vote for you to make sure that you walk away with this extra special Valentine's Day experience. Uh, Adam and Allison's cutest couple is going to win 150 bucks to Outback Steakhouse Ooh. to take care of date night. That's good. You also get this amazing high-end bottle of perfume from Mason Weiss Ooh. and a Uber gift card and we're still working on more prizes so there's going to be more prizes yeah and you have until February 4th to get your submissions in so make sure you get your submission in now get it in early but if you're like you know what we need that extra special photo you could take it you know later today but you want to get those submissions in before February 4th because voting is going to start February 5th 
and winners are going to be announced on Valentine's Day morning at 7.30. So text the word CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017, and uh, that way you can sign up to win this. It does not have to be like a professional picture. It doesn't have to be your wedding photo or anything like that. It could just be a, a little selfie. Yeah, I think selfies would be really great so we could see what you're all about because like the voting's going to open, get all your friends to vote for you, and you know, hopefully you'll win. 601-995-1017 is our phone number. Just text the word CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017 and start submitting those cutest couple pictures so we can find Adam and Allison's cutest couple. We've got cash in a flash, and that's just minutes away. You could win $200 next on Y101. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. 10 questions. $200. Kroger Chris is here looking to play cash in a flash this morning. How was your weekend, Kroger Chris? It was actually good. Did some sleeping in, just kind of some lounging around. It was cold, not to do anything outside. So we just kind of hung out all weekend. Did you sleep in because you heard on our show last week that sleeping in on the weekend can save your life? Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I, it wasn't late, late. I was probably about 8 o'clock when we woke up. Oh, man. I can't remember <laughs> the last time I slept till 8 o'clock. I was up before 6 a.m. both days this weekend. I was oh, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got 10 questions and 60 seconds on the clock for you, Kroger. Chris? Sounds good. If you don't know an answer, just say pass in 3, 2, 1. From end zone to end zone, how many feet is an NFL football field? Uh, feet 300. What movie were Evan Fogel and Seth trying to get alcohol to a party? Uh, super bad. What city in France is hosting the summer 2024 Olympics? Uh, is it Paris? What is the three-letter abbreviation for Jackson Medgar Wiley Evers Airport? Uh, pass on that. What sitcom featured Doug and Carrie Heffernan? Uh, King of Queens. Who will Polly Shore portray in an upcoming biopic? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard, Richard Simmons. What U.S. state is named on the Jack Daniels whiskey bottle? Uh, Tennessee. According to a recent report, Americans eat what food three times per month? Uh, pizza. Did a study reveal men or women are better at directions? Uh, man. What band is performing at City Hall Live in Brandon this Friday? Uh, Breaking Benjamin. You're right about that. And we have tickets to that show coming up at around 825 this morning. Let's see how we did Kroger Chris. Okay. Very fantastic round of a Monday cash in a flash. So we only passed on one question. J-A-N is the three-letter abbreviation for the Jackson Medgar Wiley Evers Airport. <laughs> okay. But we got every single question correct outside of the one that we passed. So we're walking away with $90. I'll be there. That's awesome. What a great start to this week, Kroger Chris. Tell me about it. Nice, man. What are you going to do with the money? Uh, right now, wife and I are just putting some extra cash that we get back. Uh, we're looking to buy a brand new dishwasher. Ooh. Yeah, ours is kind of like run its course and it's about time for a new one, so... You have kids, don't you, Kroger, Chris? I have two of them, yeah. Sounds like you got two dishwashers right there. (laughs) You would think so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks so much for listening and hanging with us this morning. Oh, it was a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure was all 
hours. Next on the show, have you ever seen a bumper sticker that made you angry instantly? Because Ooh. I've been stewing about a bumper sticker that I saw on Saturday afternoon since Saturday afternoon. It's bumming me out. Dry January has me grumpier than normal. <laughs> I was going to say, I got to know what this bumper sticker is that's made you upset for oh. like three days now. I'll tell you. I'll okay. tell you. Is there a bumper sticker that sticks out in your head and, and you immediately started judging and thinking that person is a big jerk? Uh, there's a lot, but there's one that I feel like it says something about you. <laughs> All right. We'll talk bumper stickers. And anytime you've ever gotten mad at a bumper sticker, want to hear that story next. Hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station. Y101. A new has a bumper sticker ever made you mad, or am I the only psychotic person in the metro? <laughs> it's Adam and Allison on Y101, 601-995-1017. As I was driving to Timber Tavern on Saturday afternoon, I saw a woman in front of me who had a bumper sticker on her car, and whenever I read what it said, I got angry. And I don't know if this is a reasonable response or not, but the bumper sticker said, the closer you get, the slower I drive. And it was in that exact moment that I realized that not everybody is like me, that whenever I'm getting tailgated, I immediately assume I'm going too slow. And then I look at my speed, and then I figure out what the speed limit is, and if I'm going too slow, I speed up. But it sounds like she could be going 30 and a 35, and if you have the nerve to tailgate her, she's dipping it down to 25. Yeah, that's a lot of people's responses to that. I was so mad at her, because it's like, go the speed limit. You gotta go the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. If you can't pass, if it's a non-passing area, you have to go with the speed limit or else you're going to get tailgated. And you're a bad driver and I'm mad at you and I think you're <laughs> a bad person if you're going to slow down because I'm tailgating you because you're already not driving the speed limit. Makes sense? Oh, yeah. 601-995-1017. If anybody else has ever seen a bumper sticker and then their blood started boiling. <laughs> I, I can't think of one that's like made my blood boil like that. I do find most bumper stickers irritating, but the one that I find, it's more like a cringe factor. Like every time I see it, it's like, why is the people who get their initials in that fancy font and they put that in the back of their car? Like, I'm like, why, why would you want that? It feels like you're like LL beaning your car. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me put my fancy initials on the car. Like it's some kind of creed for my family or something <laughs> so i put this up on the adam and allison instagram uh yesterday and zach had messaged us and said that the family stickers on the back of the car make them mad oh really i don't know why that would make you mad but he he does say it's it, it makes me think get off of her dude <laughs> I don't know what he means by that. Uh, ben texted us and said that the uh, bumper sticker that made him mad was it said you just got passed by a girl. I don't know why that would make somebody mad. I feel like it would make me mad because it would be like, why does it matter? Like if I I would I am not a good driver. I drive very fast. I'm mm -hmm. sometimes maybe a little reckless. Um, so I'm going to pass a lot of people. I'm going to do some things I maybe shouldn't be doing. But I certainly wouldn't want to point out the fact, like, you just got passed by a girl. And, like, nobody should be offended, like, if it was a man that passed them versus me. Yeah, it's not like a girl beat you in a foot race. You know, her car beat you. I'm going to smack you. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's not like... 
I don't know. That shouldn't be a sign of unmanliness but getting passed be, by a girl. There shouldn't be anything really that's like, oh, you just got beat by a girl. Like that's silly if you're if you're getting all if your feathers are getting ruffled over that. Oh, sure. No, yeah. I agree with you. 601-995-1017. Are we the only crazy people? Is that a possibility that nobody has ever seen a bumper sticker before that made them mad the way the closer you get, the slower I drive made me this weekend? I'm still mad about it. I gotta know if it's happened to anybody else or if, like, do we just have too much time on our hands? <laughs> or is dry January the, the worst thing for my mental health? <laughs> is this gonna be the last year that you do it if it nobody else is like, yeah, you know what, this bumper sticker makes me mad? It might be because I've been <laughs> fired up and I feel like my my temper has gotten worse. I don't feel like dry January is doing me any favors your, this year. Your fuse is a little shorter. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting <clears throat> mad at bumper stickers, Allison. This is insane. 601 995. 1017, if you've ever seen a bumper sticker that just made you angry, it irritated you. What did it say? Call or text us. Adam and Allison on Y101. I saw a bumper sticker that made me mad, and I'm so relieved that I'm not the only one who's ever been mad over a bumper sticker. ton of text messages coming in at 601-995-1017. Jesse says he hates the Ohio State bumper stickers. I gotta agree with that. Ooh, yeah. Like, they're a pretty unlikable school. Lauren's text pretty funny. She says she doesn't like the Salt Life stickers because we're nowhere near the ocean, and it's like, man, just let the people live vicariously through. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, maybe they're driving down to Gulfport regularly. For the longest time, I didn't realize they said salt life. I thought they were like an SL oh, word. Oh, no. Like a derogatory word. And I'm like, wow, that's a weird thing to be advertising. But you do, you sister. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what was your bumper sticker that makes you uh, you angry? No, I'm going to get a lot of uh, flack for this, but I'm sorry, Trump bumper stickers piss me off. Oh, really? Would it, would it be any political that like would make you mad, or specifically Trump? Well, I am from all that communist state that y'all like to call California, and I'm living here because of my husband's current job. And I just get irritated with Trump bumper stickers because it's like, come on, he's a sleaze bag. Oh, you just made so many people mad. They heard she just moved here from California, and she's talking bad about Trump. There's somebody who's, like, about to cause an accident on 55 right now. I know, I know. Do not put my name. Oh, we won't. We won't. I will say that just political bumper stickers as a whole, like whether you agree with me politically, whether you disagree with me politically, I don't understand why anybody would want those on their car. I totally agree with that. Like whether it's an organization, it's a certain cause, like it's not just the candidates, but if it's anything political, it's like, is your bumper the place for that? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, uh, I don't know. It's it's not for me. Not political bumper stickers. Not for me. Beverly, good morning. Go ahead. What uh, what bumper sticker has made you mad? Good morning. I don't know why, but the ones with the numbers, uh, I think it's a CrossFit thing. Um, they just make me want to drive to the nearest place and get a double cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I completely forgot about those, but the ones that drive me the most crazy are the ones that say like 13.2. 13.1, 1, yeah. 13.1, because yeah. I'm only half crazy. <laughs> it's like such a humble braggy type thing. It, it makes me mad at that person. It does. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, because I, I mean, not I work out, but um. You know, like you said, that just that just upsets me. Yeah, I just want yeah. To go grab a grab a burger because it's like so, they're bragging. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, "That's not John three sixteen. You got the numbers wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Beverly, have a great day. You too. 
Jerry, good morning. What's what you got? Have you ever been mad at a bumper sticker? Yeah. If anything on your car says equal, I'm upset. What do you mean? There, nothing is equal. Nothing. Nothing is equal. How tall are you, Adam? Uh, five, seven and a half on a good day. <laughs> I'm six foot three. We could never be equal. I see what you're saying. I got okay. you, Jerry. Also, if your car says baby on board, I want to crash into you. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. We have talked about the baby on board stickers before because it do- those do sort of drive me nuts, too, because it's like I don't want to not hit your car just because there's a baby inside there. Right. Like, I automatically don't want to hit another car. Yeah, it's not like I'm pay- right. playing bumper cars whenever I'm on the road, mm-hmm. and it's like, ooh, not with that one, though. Like, I'm trying to avoid getting into an accident with everybody. <laughs> also, the in commemoration of a loved one, 2002 to 2019, rest in peace, Junebug. <laughs> All right, Jerry, we got to let you go. I help you meet Junebug, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Loud and clear, Jerry. You have a great day, my man. Yeah, we do. All right, you too. Bye-bye. 601-995-1017 if you want to keep these going on the uh, text line. Love Kalamila's text. She says it's not a bumper sticker, but those brass balls are disgusting. Oh, yeah, the danglers from the trucks. The, the truck nuts. Those are the worst. See, they make me laugh. I I do get a good chuckle anytime I see those. I think negative things about you. <laughs> it's Y101 <laughs> and Jelly Rolls on now. I talk to God when I need a fa- Y101, Adam and Allison. We just announced Adam and Allison's cutest couple. We've teamed up with Paul Mokanda to give away a really cool Valentine's Day prize pack to the cutest couple here in the Metro. You can sign up to win by texting CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. It's really easy to sign up to. Yeah, we just need like a photo, a little bit about you as a couple, a little bit of information in case you win. And so you have it until February. 4th to get those submissions and get them in now and then the metro is going to start voting mm-hmm. on their favorite adam and allison's cutest couple and we'll announce the winner valentine's day morning at 7 30 on y101 now getting into what matters to the metro and republican florida governor ron DeSantis has officially dropped out of the race for president but i can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. Uh, Locally, Jackson Public Schools have released their plan regarding where are students going to learn today. There are some schools that are going all virtual. Other schools are actually being moved to different schools because of the water issues in Jackson. Some schools are still dealing with with water pressure issues. If you want to see the full plan, go to the Adam and Allison Facebook page. You can also text FACE, F-A-C-E, to 601-995-1017. And finally, is Snoop Dogg going to OnlyFans? We have the answer to that question. Girls, she made like twenty million on there, right? They was like, uh, OnlyFans wants you to come on there, Snoop, and do. You can do about a hundred million. All you gotta do is pull that thing out. I'm like, I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she gonna allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no amount of money. <laughs> 
Oh, it's funny. So if you were hoping to see Snoop Dogg's thang on OnlyFans, it's not going to happen. Wow, that's wild. Uh, sorry to ruin your Monday. <laughs> I'm sure it was for many people. Next on the show, we've got Breaking Benjamin tickets. We're less than a week away from the show at City Hall Live in Brandon. That's going to be an unplugged acoustic show. I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. We're going to play a little game we call Horseshoes and Hand Grenades next on Y101. Keep listening to win the tickets. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Are you and your man, are you and your girlfriend, Adam and Allison's cutest couple? We've teamed up with Paul Mokonda to find Adam and Allison's cutest couple just in time for Valentine's Day. You can sign up to win at Y101.com. Also, by texting the word CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. Somebody just texted us, and hopefully they've gone to the website to sign up and upload a picture because she included a bunch of pictures and a really cute story that I wanted to share. Uh, It said, we dated when we were 15, reconnected after failed marriages. We have seven kids plus three godchildren, and we are about to be grandparents. We've been together for 14 years, but only married for four. What an amazing story that is. Gosh, yeah. It's like fate always had a plan for them. That's awesome. If you think that you have a cuter story than that, or you and your significant other are the cutest couple, uh, text the word cute, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. Before we give away the awesome Valentine's Day prize pack for Adam and Allison's Cutest Couple, we want to give out another pair of Breaking Benjamin tickets. The show is this Friday night. It's at Brandon City Hall Live. I'm so excited. It's going to be like a special unplugged performance. Yeah. These tickets are going to be amazing. Uh, If you would like to go, just give us a call right now. We need a couple contestants for a game we're going to play. And we call this Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. So the way it works is I have questions. And the answer to the question will be a number. You don't have to get it 100% correct. You just have to get closer to the right answer than the other contestant. Makes sense? It makes absolute sense. 601-995-1017. If you would like to play Horseshoes and Hand Grenades for Breaking Benjamin tickets, the show is this Friday in Brandon. 601-995-1017. Adam and Allison, every day this week, we are going to be giving away Breaking Benjamin tickets on Y101. At this time, today we're playing a game called Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, where the idea is you don't have to be right, you just have to be closer than the other contestant. And by the way, I did forget to mention this. Uh, If it's a tie, say the right answer is two, and one person says one, the other says three, we go to prices right rules. So closest without going. Going over. Does that make sense, Jamie? Yes. Jamie, welcome to the show. Are you excited for Breaking Benjamin on Friday night? I am. I am. Good deal. And let's meet your contestant who's going to be Olivia in Richland. I understand you're all by yourself at work. None of your coworkers came in today, Olivia? Yeah. Uh, it's just my department has three people, including me, so they're both out, which is kind of nice because it means I get to play music really loud and dance around the office. What is the biggest thing you're looking to get away with today, being the only person at the office? Um, Maybe eating like a bunch of candy and not, not feeling like I, they would never judge me, but just maybe being like eating whatever I want and just uh, 
Maybe Love that. Maybe taking like a tiny bit longer lunch than normal. Yeah, yes. good for you. All right, let's get started with horseshoes and hand grenades on Y101. Jamie, since you were first in, we'll give you the first crack at the first question, and then we'll alternate. But, Jamie, the yogurt brand Siggy's is paying 10 people $10,000 to give up their smartphone for how long? How long do you think they have to give up their smartphone for ten grand? One year. One year. Uh, Olivia, what would you say? A month. One month is 100% correct. Olivia is on the board. Next question. Olivia, you're going to be first. The average American says they would be financially independent if they made a salary of how much money? $120,000. $120,000. Jamie, what do you think the correct answer is? $100,000. Hundred thousand dollars is closer. The correct answer is ninety-four thousand dollars. They would say it would take that amount of money to make them financially independent. Does that seem like uh, about a right number? That does, because I feel yeah. like yeah. a few years ago it was seventy thousand, and with inflation, ninety-four sounds right on track. All right, so yeah. we're all tied up. Question number three: What year did the millennial generation begin? Jamie, to you. Nineteen eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-four. Olivia, what year do you think the millennial generation began? Uh, nineteen eighty-five. Uh, 84 is closer. Technically, it's 1981. People born from 1981 to 1996 are millennials. So, Olivia gets the point. Uh, Jamie gets the point. She was closer. All right. We're playing to five. So, Jamie, you just have to get one more right. Olivia, you got to get this one right to stay alive. Okay? Olivia, you're going to be first on this question. How many new flavors of Girl Scout cookies are available this year? Three. Three. Jamie, how many new flavors of Girl Scout cookies do you think are available? Dang, I was going to say three. Uh, Four. Four. Olivia, you're going to be closer because the correct answer is zero. No new flavors of Girl Scout cookies this year. So it's all tied up. It all comes down to this for the Breaking Benjamin tickets. Are you guys ready for the final question in horseshoes and hand grenades? Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, Jamie, it's going to go to you first. Jamie, according to a survey, what is the average number of romantic partners women have had? And I hope you understand what I'm saying by romantic. Uh, Five. Five? Olivia, how many romantic partners do you think the average woman has had? I'm going to go with six. Six? Uh, Olivia, once again, you are closer. The answer is seven. Olivia, you're going to see Breaking Benjamin. Congratulations. Aw, that was so sweet. (laughs) Uh, What do you think it is for Mississippi, by the way? Romantic partners for women in Mississippi? Do you think it's more or less than seven? I think it's seven, but when you're in church, one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good answer. Uh, Very good answer. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you both so much for playing Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. I hope you had fun. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Good, 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 good. Uh, Hang on, both of you. We got to get some info from you, and we will have more Breaking Benjamin tickets tomorrow at this time. We'll have a new game to play tomorrow. I can't wait to give away all these Breaking Benjamin tickets. It's so exciting that they're going to be here Friday. I know. It is awesome. We will be right back. Don't move. Adam and Allison.
Allison in the morning on Y101. What up? Adam and Allison on Y101. Women produce something that can actually calm a man down. That's weird. Isn't it? It's super uncomfortable. It's Adam and Allison on Y101. A study was done that found that women's tears can make an aggressive man less aggressive. The smell of women's tears. Did you know? The tears had smells. No, I didn't. I had no idea either. I've never no. I've cried a lot. Never noticed the smell. <laughs> so the mechanics of this study to me are hilarious. They got a group of women together and put on a really sad movie, The Notebook, uh, 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 Fault in Our Stars, yeah. or something like that. And then they collected all of their tears while the women were watching the movie and crying at Fault in Our Stars. The men were playing a video game that was specifically designed to make them angry. They were taking away points unfairly doing things mm. to make the dudes mad so they collected all the women's tears and then let some of the guys smell the tears which again had no idea that women's tears or any tears for that matter had a aroma yeah but the men who smelled the women's tears the aggression part of their brain was calmed down a little bit i don't like why not well because i feel like i feel like uh, subconsciously your brain is always trying to figure things out trying to learn patterns like that's what it does that's what it's designed to do and so even though like like i'm just now learning that my tears might make an aggressive man calm down i feel like subconsciously that might have programmed me over time if i cried and it got a man to calm down then i'm gonna think automatically like i gotta cry to get somebody to calm down and i don't like crying in front of other people so like then i make myself feel bad and it's this vicious cycle and it's like it's just my brain telling me that my tears are gonna calm somebody down mm-hmm. i don't like it Um, I was thinking that maybe the reason for this was that men have it like bred into their system that a lot of times if a woman is crying, she'll want a hug. I mean, not every time. I'm not saying anytime you see a woman crying, just walk up and bear hug her. Of course not. But sometimes they will want that. Maybe the little physical contact, that's like a positive reinforcement thing. So I I don't know. That's so creepy. (laughs) I feel like it's probably more like a biology thing. Like it probably was, it probably was good back in like caveman days of like, you know, especially once there were kids in the picture, babies in the picture. If a woman was getting, you know, really overwhelmed, stressed out and she was crying, it would be good that the man could calm down enough to be like, let's not make this worse. Well, you are kind of right, kind of wrong about that. The scientists who did this study think that it has to do with people wanting to protect babies whenever mm. babies are crying. So they found they make a scent with the tears. I don't know. It seems a little bit bonkers to me, but very interesting. At least I thought so. Hopefully you did too. It's bizarre. It's going to make me question myself every time I cry from now on. It's definitely going to make me put more pressure on myself than I already have been doing to never cry in front of another person ever. Are you going to try to smell your tears next time you no. cry? <laughs> I don't need to. I'm already worked up enough. I don't need to calm myself down. It's Y101 and Tate McRae greedy. Adam and Allison on Y101. The only reason I can think anybody would be dreading the end of winter is the return of seasonal allergies. Ooh. How bad are those? They're the worst. I mean, they're bad right now. Right. Not great even right now (laughs) here in the metro, but they're about to get even worse in a couple months. Brand new product is about to hit the market that is said to help alleviate seasonal allergy symptoms. I'm interested. 
It is a device that electrocutes your nose. Okay. There are six electrodes, two for each nostril, and you hook them up whenever you start feeling a little sneezy, stuffy, whatever. And you turn this device on and it delivers like pulsating electricity to your sinus muscles. And they say that's supposed to make you breathe easier, have less irritation in your nose, and it should alleviate some of your uh, symptoms of allergies. I'm very curious about this product. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. And I'm wondering if it's just good for seasonal allergies. Does it work for colds? Every once in a while, if I'm drinking a lot of beers, I will get into a sneezing fit for some reason. I'm not sure why. I'm wondering if I could carry this thing out with me to the bar Ooh. once dry January's over. And Ooh. once I start <laughs> feeling my sneezes coming on, if uh, I can hook it up and zap my nose. Yeah, but you're going to look great because you said there were six and it's two go in the nostrils and and then you have four left over, and it says it's for the sinus muscles. So I'm thinking you're gonna have to hook up two around, like under your eyes, and then probably two over your eyes. Uh huh. So like you're gonna have this whole like weird looking setup. You don't necessarily want to use that in public. Like mm. you're gonna look a little weird. Um. So they say that this is gonna be here by early March, just in time for most people whenever the seasonal allergies kick off. But they are asking for people to back them on Kickstarter. Are you familiar with Kickstarter? Yeah, I'm familiar. Like you know, help somebody start up, get off the ground by donating money. But it's kind of like GoFundMe for inventors, yeah. essentially. Um. So it's gonna retail for a hundred bucks. But if you do back them on Kickstarter, they will send it to you for just sixty. <laughs> Not interested? No, I mean, I'd be interested in trying the product, but I'm not at all interested in... I I don't have any plans on ever doing anybody's Kickstarter. No? No, even if it seems like the best invention in the world, like, I... I can't imagine a product. I would be like, yeah, let me get on their Kickstarter. This product is called Nasacalm. I have donated to a Kickstarter before. Yeah, have you really? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's actually kind of a funny story. It's a little bit, I don't know if you want to say manipulative or not. You manipulated someone through a Kickstarter? I might have. How do you do that? I'll tell you the story oh, no. next. Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101. Adam and Allison on Y101, I was saying that I have, in fact, donated to a Kickstarter campaign before. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. You tell me if this is manipulative or not. So this is about 10 years ago. So it's been a while since I've done this. But I was dating a girl and she wanted to be a musician. She thought she was going to be the next Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. I was well aware she was not going to be the next Taylor Swift, but I certainly wasn't going to be the guy who told her that. And she started a Kickstarter campaign so she could put out an album. She wanted it like professionally recorded and everything like that. She had a goal of like, I don't know, $5,000 or something. And the deal with Kickstarter is if you don't reach the threshold of money that you're trying to reach, you don't get any of the money and all of your supporters or whatever get their money back. So I was like, I can earn some brownie points here and it's not going to cost me a dime because there's no way she's going to make five grand. I donated like $200 to Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it got me brownie points. She was so touched at the idea that I would have donated my own money to this uh, little passion project of hers. Yeah, I don't. That's bad. That's really bad. That's worse than the husband who, like, actually fronts his wife's business 
and then is like, oh, you, your little business, your, your little side project. yeah, your little pro- like that your is hobby. worse. Like the fact that you contributed to something to earn brownie points, but yes. you're like, I hope that it doesn't meet its goal, so I get all this money back. Oh, I was sweating bullets there for a while. I was oh, like, my oh, gosh. please, please don't. But I, I got the money back. It's horrible. It's all good. <laughs> it's Y101, Adam and Allison. Adam and Allison on Y101. You can get the show for free and on demand whenever you want to listen to it with the Adam and Allison podcast. Text pod, P-O-D to 601-995-1017. We'll text you back the link to the podcast, or you can just go to Y101.com, go to the Adam and Allison page, bam, podcast. And the great thing about the Adam and Allison podcast, if you already have an app where you like to listen to podcasts, like, I don't know, it's just all in one place. We're literally on every single place you can get a podcast we are there. Just search for Adam and Allison, and then there it is. Yeah, you can hit subscribe, yes. so like the episodes automatically download. It's a fun time. Ooh, and it, you would be an A plus plus student if you could leave us a review uh, of ooh, some sort yes. on the podcast because that helps us out a lot. Yeah, it's Adam and Allison on Y one o one at nine o nine. Text us 601-995-1017 if there's anything we can do for you. Adam and Allison on Y101, 601-995-1017. You can call us. We have LaShawn here. Did you sign up? Do you think you are Adam and Allison's cutest couple? Have you signed up? I think I did. I, I am computer, literally. I don't know anything about computer, but I download my picture and send it in. Good deal. A picture of you and your man? You think you're Adam and Allison's cutest couple? I am. Me and my husband, we are. Tell me about you and your husband. Me and my husband, we met on Instagram. Did you really? You're not that computer illiterate. You're meeting men on Instagram? Oh, no, no, no. It just been a scroll up, and I seen it, and I hit it, and then I clicked it and said hi on the picture. That's, that was simple. I got gotcha. you. Eight years later. Eight, seven, eight years ago. That's awesome. I love so that we story. we married now. <laughs> Well, and I love you guys, Station. Oh, we love you too. Thank you so much for listening. And if you think that you and your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever you got, if you think that that's you, text the word cute, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. We've teamed up with Paul Mokonda to find Adam and Allison's cutest couple. And we have like the ultimate Valentine's Day experience to give to you if you are voted Adam and Allison's cutest couple. We want to get you dinner at Outback Steakhouse, get you an Uber gift card so you can, you know, drink if you want. There's this lavish, luxurious bottle of perfume from Mason Weiss, too, that we're going to give to you. Uh, I'm so, like, I want that for myself so badly. <laughs> uh, go to Y101.com to get all the info and sign up so you could be named Adam and Allison's cutest couple. Or text CUTE to 601-995-1017. If you missed Cash in a Flash this morning, we'll do the recap in two songs. Adam and Allison on Y101. It wasn't just Taylor Swift in the press box or in the luxury suites at the Bills game yesterday. The Bills Chiefs game. Somebody else was in the uh, luxury suite with Taylor Swift. Yes. Not Brittany Mahomes? Uh, she was there. She was there. And I think they did catch a, a glimpse of Brittany and Taylor hugging. But some <laughs> people are very upset at someone for, they're saying he upstaged 
Taylor Swift. Oh. Tell you who upstaged Taylor Swift in two songs on Y101. Why 101, Adam and Allison. So do you know who upstaged Taylor Swift at the big Bills Chiefs game yesterday? Ooh. Uh, Jason Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's brother was there. <laughs> How did he upstage Taylor Swift? Well, he ripped off his shirt after <laughs> Travis scored a touchdown. He was so pumped. You got to see the picture. Oh, it's hilarious. That's so cute. What a supportive big brother. Yeah, I did. I was watching the game yesterday. I, I actually wanted the... Well, I didn't know who I wanted to win because there were a bunch of Swifties who got all upset whenever people were speculating that the whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing was just a publicity stunt to garner attention. And then Taylor Swift was going to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. (laughs) And then they were like, she has tour dates on the Super Bowl. She can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. So I really want to see if Taylor Swift ends up missing the Super Bowl or rescheduling a show so she can go to it. Like, I'd love to just be a fly on the wall for that drama. Yes. But also, like, I didn't really want the Chiefs to win either. So, I I don't know. It was like uh, I was up in the air. But, yeah, Swifties are upset that she was upstaged by Jason Kelsey. That's so funny. I mean, at least he was legit. Well, I guess Taylor was also legitimately cheering for the Chiefs. And I don't think, like, if Taylor truly loves, if I were to truly love one of the players, and, like, no one's upstaging you just because, like Jason was being a supportive big brother. Yeah. He has played in that league for a very long time. Just announced he's going to retire after this year. His playoffs are over and he was there for his little brother. Got so excited. Like everyone's going to love that. If you're the girlfriend of that and you see his big brother getting so psyched for him, you're going to be excited too. Cause it's like, Oh, look at that love. Also, there are rumors swirling that after this season, Travis Kelsey is going to be done. He's retiring after this season. Rumors. Uh, that would be weird. Wouldn't it? That, I yeah. would feel weird about that. He shouldn't retire. Uh, it's Y101, Adam and Allison now playing the artist who will be performing at the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show this year. It's Usher. Adam and Allison on Y101. That about does it for our show today. We'll be done uh, for the day. We'll be back tomorrow, though, for the Tuesday show. Brand new DM Dilemma tomorrow morning at 7.50. Um, Cash in a flash, of course, 7.40. You could win $200. And who knows what else we're doing tomorrow. Uh, One other thing. Yeah, breaking Benjamin tickets around 8.30. Be here if you want to win those. Yeah, so uh, plenty of reasons for you to join us tomorrow. If there's anything you missed from the show today, you can get caught up on the Adam and Allison podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whatever app or website, whatever. We are there. You can listen to us, and we'd appreciate it. You can also get a link for that by texting POD, P-O-D, to 601-995-1017. And one last thing. If you have not heard, we teamed up with Paul Moke Honda to find Adam and Allison's cutest couple just in time for Valentine's Day. We want to get you the ultimate Valentine's Day experience. So if you want to enter to win, go ahead, text CUTE, C-U-T-E, to 601-995-1017. We just need a picture of you and your boo and a little story about the uh, love you share between Aww. the two of you. Uh, Y101.com for more info. Talk to you tomorrow. Y101.